Our new temporary director laughed. <laughs> you ever try to stop him when he got a bug up his ass about something? Not even B.B. can stop him when he's in a mood. You know that. Of course, he was talking about the time Call faked his death so he could confront his ancient enemy, Eco Turso. Call's finished stubbornness had kicked into high gear, putting years of planning into motion so he could fight that monster without interference from the Bureau. But back then he had a team with him, former agents he'd worked with and trusted to have his back. Now, now he was on his own, and I didn't cotton to that one bit. So send a team, I said, cracking my knuckles. My friend deserved a good swift kick, and I aimed to deliver one when I caught up with him. If I was lucky, I'd miss both legs completely. There'll be plenty of volunteers. Me, for one. Jeannie coughed. And Jeannie, of course. I'd rather arm-wrestle a minotaur than try to argue with her when it came to Call's safety. Matt shook his head sadly. Can't do that, Canton. Much as I want to. Whoever this killer is, he or she knows about the Bureau and how we work. That much is obvious. He will be watching out for another team, and will certainly know when a team becomes mission-active, especially since the perp monitored Cal's inventory taken from Armory. Can you imagine what that loon would do if he saw a team set out so soon after call? Hell, the perp might not even be alone in all this, and we could be under active surveillance right now. But what about call? Jeannie's voice, like silk sliding over razors, sent a shiver down my spine. What about him? He's a big boy, and the best at what he does. If Matt felt any trepidation at rousing her anger, he sure didn't show it. At that moment, Alex barged through the door to B.B.'s office with Dove Jacobs and Dom Rigioni in tow. Jacobs was a short agent with an angel's face who packed some serious muscle in her petite frame and had more attitude than sense. Dom was a four-year who'd been part of Call's team for two of them. Short, stocky, and covered in coarse black hair, he was liquid death with a rifle. "'If and you are all taking volunteers to chase after Call,' said the hairy sniper, "'then count us in.' His grim expression was set in stone, and I could tell that mind was well and truly set in concrete. For the first time, Matt looked nonplussed. "'Ghost!' he yelled. "'How many people did you tell?' Our in-house genie in a bottle chimed in. Just one more. She will be here in a minute. And do not worry, I am in contact with Call through one of the new smartphones, recently developed by Special Branch. It will allow me to communicate with him via the bone induction receiver behind his left ear. Matt scrubbed his face with his palms. Why am I not comforted? Because you, Director Alba, are not an idiot. "'You all aren't starting this shindig without me, are you?' said a voice from the doorway. And there was the last member of our little soiree, standing in the doorway, bold as a bull and twice as tough. Patricia Brannon, a one-woman big brass band with wild, curly, carrot-red hair that was the first clue to her temper. At just a shade under six feet, she was a former receptionist of calls who decided to join the ranks of active agents after half the bureau was wiped out over a year ago by a psychotic magician named Margaret Whitcomb. I wasn't there for that little brouhaha, but I sure wish I could have been. Call put paid to said magician with extreme prejudice via a shotgun blast to the head that no amount of magic could fix.
The former receptionist took the long walk across the plush carpet and enfolded Jeannie in a bear hug which was returned with interest. "'Don't worry, hon. Pat said softly. "'We'll get the big lug back safe so you can kick his ass.' Jeannie smiled. "'Thanks, love.' I was dumb enough to plug in my two cents. "'Hey, that's my boy you're talking about.' The look Jeannie gave me could have fried bacon. "'You want something kicked, buster?' "'Hell no,' I replied hastily, throwing up my hands in surrender. "'I know when I'm outnumbered.' "'Smart man,' Pat said, giving me the once-over. "'There's hope for you yet.' "'You all done, or should I leave the room for a spell?' Matt looked less than enthused. The two women turned their attention to the director, and I almost felt sorry for him. "'We need you to send us out.' "'No.' "'Firm.' Unshakable. You could have heard a mouse's heartbeat. Then...